Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It has been said that most of what we deal with in our adult life all started when we were kids. Between the ages of zero and five, and then, or seven, and then seven to 14, it's all right there. But identifying that and realizing it, and then knowing what to do to change your life moving forward, that's the key. And she is somebody that can help you out with that. It's called trauma. She's a trauma therapist, founder of Your Steps Counseling, creator of the Trauma Response Recovery Program. And she's with us on the program today, Barb Smith. Barclova is with us. Hi, Barb. How are you? Hi, Steve. Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me. So great to have you here and so much to talk about, in, especially when it comes to childhood traumas. And, and do you believe that, that most of what we deal with and how we deal with things as adults really started in our childhood? No, I believe that 100%, yeah, because we are born with all these beliefs that we are amazing, we are enough, we are worthy, we are desirable, you know, everything will be provided for us, you know, and then then it starts be taking off. And if the child becomes neglected and scared and terrified and abused, then all these beliefs just disappearing. And the children, of course, want to survive as any other mammals and they will just switch to the survival mode and learn not to express their emotions, learn not to be themselves, hide themselves or fight or run or froze. And, and, uh, as that they will grow up and become the adults, which, uh, reacting in these ways, it's, it's, we call it trauma responses, but actually it's actually trauma reflexes. They, they cannot control that. And, um, it's what people coming to me and saying, oh, I cannot help myself. I don't know why I don't want to do it or I don't want to act like that, but I just cannot help myself. And uh, it is because it's created in childhood as reflex to survive. And when we call it a childhood trauma, let's do let's give some examples, because, you know, the word trauma for many people is very strong, but that childhood trauma could be somebody whose parents got divorced when they were very young. And that, that would count as a trauma, right? Oh, uh, yes and no. Uh, it's depend because trauma is created when, when they are not fulfilled the need of the child. Yeah. So if parents get divorced and it's mean that it's withdrawn the love, attention, uh, support for the child, then it's causes trauma. Yeah. If parents are managing that to doing without actually hurting their children with keeping the the good relationship with them it's supporting to seeing the both parents and stuff like that then then it's not have to necessarily create a trauma so it's more about um <clears throat> if events of the life of the child mean that the child become unsure uh unloved feeling that don't get attention and support they needed mm -hmm. or they feel emotionally hurt like um yeah if can be divorced when one parent's violent um or they a lot of anger. The children become scared. Like um, just um, they just want to hide. They they of course the reaction it's it will turn on them. Often it is turn on them. Often they become the pawns in the in the war <laughs> between parents. Is it so? Uh, yes, but the the it's it's a one. It's like obvious thing. There are many uh, reasons for creating childhood trauma or re reaction to it. It's uh, we speaking about. Um, 
neglect. Uh, we're speaking about, of course, sexual abuse, uh, physical abuse, mental abuse, but but uh, it can be also created by um, withdrawing the love, withdrawing, you know, coldness, um, be too strict and not really reacting to the needs of the child to be, for example, creative, like trying to push the child to the to the box of expectations and not let them to be themselves yeah so um so that's also causing causing that they they just learn not to be themselves and they don't know why they rebel or why they are going for drugs or um very often it's uh, for example for girls will eat up, uh, they will reach for the food or not food so they will develop the eating disorder you know so so this kind of complicated and and often it's because it's a long term in childhood it's a repeating events uh it's very deeply engraved in in that person so how do you how do you navigate through that how do you work with somebody who went through some stuff in their childhood whether it was major or not it's still some kind of trauma that's holding them back later in their life where do you start where do you start with that bar how do you how do you figure out on your end or or with somebody you're working with what that trauma is oh, um i created a program which is calling uh trauma response reprogramming um and a fast forward and it's combination of the uh, techniques which including hypnotherapy regression neurolanguage programming somatic review and cbt and many others and the things which i find out over years that working best in combination so what what i'm doing with the clients is that we we going back um and we going to that subconscious level of the mind we we really looking for the, the root cause uh and uh, what has happened that doesn't mean every single episode is what is overall happened what emotion are there stuck uh in the body and in the mind and we will release them we will reprogram them and uh, they are different so we are not focusing on managing symptoms as many therapies do we are not easing anxiety we we stopping the reasons we 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 deleting the reasons for having these triggers so so they really becoming different people they becoming the people they supposed to be when they was born they, they amazing creative clever you know uh, determined people um they are so so it's really like change change who they are and they finding um who really are after that and changing their life in very very significant ways now the trauma response programming that you you have come up with is that part of the RTT the rapid transformational uh technique the the RTT is part of the program okay. um and uh, I combine it with other modalities which I work over years and put it together in the way that it's working um because because uh, I find out that uh I cannot leave people just open the emotions. I, I, they need to be learned. So I, for example, calling the one part adult 101 because they need to learn what is mean to be adult because part of their mind got stuck, be child. And they have these kind of outbursts of anger or a relationship, which is kind of typical for toddlers. But in toddler age, it's natural. It's okay. It's how to learn to manage your emotions. But when we're doing it as adults, it can be dangerous, you know. So 
I, for example, working with the men, which developing even like uh, explosive anger issues because of that. And some of them can even end up in the prison because they don't want to, but they in that explosion of the anger hurt somebody. Yeah. So, um, or women which, um, develop the eating disorders and they just cannot control it. But, but in that combination of RTT and other, other techniques, CBT and somatic releasing of emotions and, and, um, body response. And, you know, it's quite kind of, I put, I learning this 30 years. I started when I was 17 and, um, I, I, I look everywhere. <laughs> uh, I learned like Reiki, uh, Tarot, um, quantum healing. You know, I look mm. everywhere for everything to find what would actually work, what would not just ease it, what would not just kind of make it easier for that moment, but what would actually stop it? What would, what would change it? Uh, and be free for it, not saying, oh, I suffer over trauma. I used to, I used to have trauma. Now I'm a different person. Wow. So this really came out of you searching for something that was going to work, work well, work relatively fast. And that's how you came up with these modalities. Oh, uh, yes. Because, um, I find out when I was 17 and I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome and was told like, Oh, we cannot do anything with that. <laughs> we don't know what is caused and we don't know how to do deal with that. And, um, my daily achievement was get to the toilet. And I said, like, oh, this cannot be my life. <laughs> it's, it's wow. cannot be my life. I, I need to change that. Is it? So, so I start to search how to help myself. Um, and I start to study how minds work, how body reacting to mind, how, you know, how it's all connected, how, how autoimmune diseases are created, our mindsets and all that. And, um, I started studying with the Silva method in that time. Now everybody studied in that time. I was the one of few <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and study and study and learning and finding the solution for myself. And I did recover and I start helping others. And, um, I, I feel very passionate about it because, you know, like this current statistic of childhood or, or situation affecting children. So, so they, they are currently in developing or childhood trauma. The current statistic is it's 35 million children in the US. That, that's awful huge number, is it? Wow. In the UK, it, it's about 31%. We, we, we growing the new generation of, of people with trauma. We don't have actually current really proper, uh, statistic about adults who are affected with childhood trauma. Um, and, and, uh, people are diagnosed with the, the complex PTSD very late in their lives. You know, when they really start falling apart, when, when nothing in your power of will, you know, it's just, you know, so, so that's, that's need to be changed. And, and, um, it's, it's why I'm trying to work with the parents who, who feel, uh, that they tried everything and they see how their behavior affecting their children, for example, and, and helping them and breaking the circle. They, they can help their children not to develop that reaction because even they have some experiences from when they were smaller, there is still chance to change it. They can become the adults who have this solved. They, they understand why it's happened and become, you know, fully equipped the adults. So yeah, that's. 
I totally, I totally understand it. And, you know, as a parent, I never, you can never say, you know, I wish this happened or if I could go back because it's all part of you know, learning and journey. Um, but if I knew now what I knew when my kids were younger, I probably would have parented them differently knowing what you say and how you say it can make such an impact on them and their self-esteem and all of that. And I think any parent would probably say the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there are two types of parents in this, you know, the one who's saying, um, they, they don't want to become their parents and they're trying really hard not to, uh, and they're recognizing that, that bad patterns and try to change it. But often, um, that reflexes, as I said, kind of taking over. And there are other one which, uh, get to that point that they becoming their parents kind of and uh, have that attitude if I did survive they will also that survive yeah so um so it's really important to realize how how our behavior especially this that autopilot behavior I would say um that um impatience anger choosing of the words sarcasm you know diminishing as well affecting the children and it's like no surprise and it's like so many suicides attempts so many self-harm so many eating disorders so many boys which are aggressive in the teenage years if they just don't have that uh, fulfill the needs of that they have as the children when you work with somebody let's say you're working with an adult and you've definitely connected the dots and it's 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 clear that the way they're acting now maybe what's holding them back goes back to some kind of childhood trauma i know that everybody is different every situation mm. is different but on average how does how long does it take for somebody to work through those challenges when they work with you oh this usually takes 3 months so 3 to 6 months you said oh it's usually take the 3 months 3 4 months okay uh so um i have the program which is 90 days and then if somebody need work longer of course i work with them longer but i really uh try to put it together that that people are you know on the absolutely new journey after 3 months uh, because you know i had the people which coming to me which would spend decades in the therapy in the talking therapy and just cbt or that therapy that, and they would say nothing working nothing working you know and it does not because it's going on that conscious level which is just don't reaching that reasons they can absolutely normalize that is one of the things which you know i have the clients which tell me like no, I was beat up every Saturday, but that's okay because the neighbor's child was beat up every day. You know, it's, right. it's people, you know, and, and you need to get over that. And when, when we go, when we go with uh, hypnotherapy and with uh, neuro language programming and with that release of emotions, it's actually progressing very quickly because we can really find that cause. We can reprogram it. We can put the new functional things. Uh, in, and they start understanding themselves. They went through the grieving process, which is also part of recovery from trauma. Many people don't speak about it, but we're grieving. We're grieving lost childhood. We're grieving lost opportunities. And, um, and then they learn to act, uh, as adults. And, um, I would say they almost are good to go. And, and it's, it's how, how it is. You know, um, I have, you know, um, I work over 100 people and, uh, all of them are great. 
what when you I know that you do RTT for eating disorders, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Where in your experience, where do a lot of the eating disorders come from? Uh no. It's depend. We have the wide range of eating disorders. Uh so like for example, anorexia, I would it's kinda I would call it acute perfectionism. Yeah. It's very like self-inflicted uh vision of how perfect has to be, don't believing that it's perfect already. And the, the root of it is actually not want to become adult, want to stay to be child because it's a safer, because growing up it's dangerous. If it's can be dangerous in fulfilling that that expectations which are giving on on them, or uh, because it can be threat of, for example, sexual assault in the family, in you know, in environment they're living in, uh, very often, uh, unfortunately, very often cause. Uh, with uh, that's often changing to bulimia. Uh, again, bulimia it's about trying to control these things, and again about this uh, pain, inner pain, not trying, just not trying to feel, and that suppressing of that feelings. Uh, from childhood, from being diminished, being told of, being told that you are fat, even if you are not, uh, being, you know, like making smaller, they, that, that, uh, overeating and, and purging, helping the release that, that pressure for moment is very momentary, but, but it's kind of that fixed for, for some moment of that pressure coming from outside. And with, um, but binging or comfortable overeating or night eating, it's about, you know, just trying to numb, just not to feel it's too much. It's too painful. So just do whatever not to feel. And, uh, it's uh, very often steaming from exactly from that childhood situation when the child just don't want to feel that emotional pain when it's just too much and just try to find any way how to feel normal how to just not feel and it's why it's so hard to overcome when we don't release that uh that and people would go to diets and 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 they would say no i have i don't have any power will and stuff like that but they do but they just cannot because they reflex just to numb it and it's working almost like magic because we the very for example when i'm working with people with with binging which is so common people now even realizing that they don't lose their will of mind when they are binging or they comfortably overeating then if we release that reasons for why they feel so inadequate why they feel so pressurized why they don't feel enough uh they stop almost immediately or in you know the first months it's changing from, for example, binging daily to binge once per week, which is amazing milestone. And on the end of three months, they, they don't do it at all. They are, they are, they know how to cope with their emotions. They know them and they are happy with them. Can you uh, take us through, Barb, the, the process, where it starts when you first talk with somebody and then where you go from there? Um. So when I start with somebody, I was ask them, what is their issue? Uh, what are they coming with? What is their main issue in that moment? And then we will discuss uh, what was their childhood. So what what are these most likely um, reason causes? What, what is stemming from? Also try to really know what everything is going on because often people would come, uh, I struggle with, with um, 
I don't know, confidence or, or are really anxious. And then we will find out that they're also struggling with they was using alcohol or they overeating. So really get to know what, what the issues are, how the symptoms are all in the range and what is triggering them most. And then, then, uh, we will, uh, set up the first session, um, which is taking about three hours and we will start, we will start to work with and, uh, go to the first, 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 very deep, but first level of, of, um, the reasons. Then we will have the weekly, uh, calls after that. And it's as a one-to-one or, or group one in the program. And uh, we will discuss the aspects of the, the results of, uh, that emotions, how to cope with emotions in a healthy way, how to, uh, how to relearn really these habits of thinking we have, how to start speaking differently with yourself and taking, taking a note about where I am and, and learning who they really are. And, uh, after four weeks, they will have the other session and again, one to one and after four weeks, another session. So in that three months, they would have three, um, RTT extend session with, you know, some additional techniques and, uh, between they will have weekly. Uh, weekly hour of uh, work with me on kind of, I don't like to call coaching. It's more uh, really oh, quick I, high school, <laughs> quick high school to become adult. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting, you know, the three month thing, I've heard that before too. And it's not, I don't believe it's just a number that anybody makes up. There is a reason that it needs to go that long or not that it's a long time when you're changing your life, but to, to change your habits, to change the habit of the way you think it needs to set in. And that's why we're talking about three months, right? Yeah, definitely not because you need minimum. There is actually even physical, physical behind, you know, uh, the brain needs 21 days to actually restructure and there Hmm. are going restructure of the, the neuro um, plasticity uh, during that time. And it's about 31 days to really develop the habit. And we are going practically through three sets of habits to change. And uh, so, and overall, it's really engraved, change completely, unreversibly habit. It needs 90 days to to mind and body to do so. Because it's not work just on the mind. Um, you find that the body starts changing, body needs to release all that stored emotions, and uh, which kind of representing as the pains, eczemas, headaches, uh, autoimmune disorders, and, and many others. And uh, the body needs to have time to actually do that. That's not happen overnight. It's need time to support it uh, and release it and cleanse the body from all these old um, stuff. Yep. And stressors in the body. Yeah. And the 21 day thing is, is impactful. And you look at people at the beginning of the year and they have new year's resolutions and they, they fall short of their goals because they didn't get to the 21 day mark <laughs> at least. Even, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it yeah. all makes sense. Um, your website, give it to everybody, please. Yeah. Th- so my website is your dash steps, uh, dot co UK dot UK. Or um, I'm on the Facebook, Your Steps Counseling, or Barb Smith-Varklova. Or you can find me also as the Trauma Response Reprogramming. So it's a your-steps.co.uk. But if you will Google uh, Your Step Counseling, I am the only one. <laughs> so it will come on, on the top. <laughs> and it's a free discovery call you start out with, right? 
yeah, free discovery call, um, and uh, we will take it from there. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's important for all of us to realize that there are things holding us back. So if you want to move your life forward, or maybe it's somebody in your life, we've got stuff from the past that we need to deal with before we can do that. And you got to take the right steps and your steps is, is <laughs> what we're talking about here, Barb. So it's your-steps.co.uk. Barb, great talking with you today. A lot of insight, a lot of information uh, that you shared, and I appreciate that. And I look forward the next time we get a chance to get together. Thank you very much, Steve. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.